to the Inquisitive Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back. This is Merit at First Sight, Season 12, Episode 8, Face to Face. All right. So this was an all right episode. It's probably going to be a short one. I really I'm looking at my notes now and it looks like I really didn't take that much, <laughs> take that many notes because I guess, yeah, it was just all right. And I guess I was just um, just enthralled in what was going on. I really didn't, I guess, need to take notes. I, I don't know. It, it was it was all right. And it was boring at the same time. It was the episode where um, the couples have their um friends and family uh stop by for the first time since seeing them at the wedding so the friends and family are the ones that um want to see hey what's going on what, what how have you been how's the relationship going and they catch up and all that good stuff so that was pretty much it that was pretty much the episode so day 12 of marriage okay so now we get to it's day 12 of marriage, and we get to uh, Brianna and Vincent. So they're in bed together. Brianna says, are you good? And he's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's right, Vincent. Let her know. So um, they're discussing. But th- this actually takes place a little bit after the last episode where um, Vincent apparently leaves the house to go to his old home but he didn't he actually made it to the parking lot and veer uh turn 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 back to his home because he was talking about it and he was saying look in his um, in the during the confessional he was saying that um yeah before when he was just a single dude in a relationship yeah he would just leave or go on a ride go on a trip you know no destination or something like that and just vibe out and not while out on the person and stuff like that but he can't do that anymore he can't leave to go someplace else because he is married now and that'd be rude and he needs to uh confront whatever is going on in the relationship which i uh completely understand that makes that makes sense so i get it so that's why he said that once he made it to the parking lot, he was like, nah, nah, let me, let me go back. Let me double back and go back. So it's not like he waited the next day. Like, uh, what's her face? Who did that? What girl did that in, um, another episode? I forget. Somebody left and they didn't come back until the next day. Oh, freaking what's her name? Karen. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Karen from I believe it was last season Karen and Miles oh my god where she got quote-unquote offended that um Miles wanted to have sex with her and she didn't so she's like oh you don't have entitlement to my body I'm leaving I'm out of here and she like left over like a joke but whatever um yeah so the, the see on one hand see how somebody's mature maturing he's like you know what no i'm gonna i'm gonna stay and talk about this where the other one is like now i get to do what i want blah 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 so whatever but um yes as you can tell one still one season over i still can't stand karen but um yeah so um i don't like so they're talking about it but um I don't like how uh, Brianna was trying to be, I don't know, not not fake, but present herself in a certain way in front of the camera. Because in front of the camera, she's all nice and sweet and blah, blah, blah. But then when she went into the bathroom, because this was a flashback when she went to the bathroom and she was asking Vincent, hey, what's wrong? What's going on? Are you okay? She didn't say it in a, Oh baby, what's wrong with you? She was more saying it like, "Yo, what are you doing right now? <laughs> what's what's what is it?" It's like, "What are are you okay?" That's why I appreciated Vincent saying it loud, like, "Yo, I don't like your smart ass comments." To be like, "Yo, why are you fronting for the camera?" <laughs> you know, 
yeah, I don't like your smart ass comments. And then and then that's when she was like, what? Are you serious? You know, super loud and proud to now defend herself. Now she doesn't care about her persona, about the camera. Now she's caring about her respect, which you already disrespected Vincent. But they go back and forth saying that she's like, oh, I didn't mean to offend you if it wasn't an offense, blah, blah, blah. And in, and Vincent was like, look, I'm not going to sit here and um, tell you how you were offensive. If you don't if you don't see it, then you don't see it. So it's fine. And it's and it's true, though. I mean, I've seen other people online saying, oh, Vincent is sensitive and whatever. I mean, and he very well could be. But that still doesn't mean that he didn't get disrespected. You know, again, like I said before, um, you, it's one thing to say, oh, man, you messed up or whatever. Oh, man, look at you. You look like a I don't know. Not like you look like an idiot, but. Oh, man, damn, there you go. But she was saying, oh, man, how Vincent of you, man, that's really Vinny of you. It's like you're attributing a you're attributing a flaw with my name. So much so that you you've coined it as a phrase, like how Vinny of you. It's like, I don't know, it, it, just with anything, like if someone, I don't know, I don't know, doesn't like tomato or something like that. If you've known this person for like a year and all the time and um, you go to a restaurant and somebody orders food and maybe somebody orders for you and you're like oh but take out the tomatoes or something and then i could be like oh man like look at oh that's crazy like man come on man i know you man that's a martini thing like he hates tomatoes that's a martini thing whatever yeah that's not um that's not a negative that's just a trait that you know of me or something like i don't like tomatoes so if i ask you to order something for me you're gonna ask them to not have tomatoes because like you know it's a it's a trait so like with like Vincent, you're saying, "Oh man, look at him! That that's such a Vinny thing of you to do." It's like what, like mess up, not be on my toes. What what do you what are you saying? That's why he was like, "Oh, is is does Vinny mean stupid to you? Like what what does that mean? Are you calling me dumb because you're saying that's Vinny to you?" And I don't understand why other people don't get that. Like, oh, that's a martini, th- you know, that's a martini thing. That's a Vinny thing. Like, don't attribute my name with a act and and not have me feel some type of way about it, whether it's negative or positive. You know, like, oh, if someone's like, oh, that's, I don't know. Oh, there there goes Tracy. She got a 90. She got a 90 on her test again. That's a, that's a Tracy thing. She knows everything. She's smart. You know, it's still, even though that's positive, that's still an attribute that you're attaching to that person. So when she was saying all that stuff, like she said four or five phrases it's like fam i just spilled champagne why are you hitting me with all these straight bullets <laughs> why are you why are you hitting me with all these bullets on me jeez take it easy so i get it i get why he was pissed but and but vincent is mad because she doesn't get how it came across but whatever so they try to settle it and you know not get mad before you go to bed all that nonsense so they're trying to work it out so virginia and eric um eric is just talking about how he he feels that virginia gets annoyed by the little hugs that he tries to give because i I mean i don't know if that's his love language but you know he he's a touchy-feely person she's a he is a touchy feely person but she just loves her space like remember a couple days ago i mean a couple episodes ago she was talking about how she would love to have just a day to herself not even a couple hours like a day to herself of space and he was like um you don't do that in a marriage like what are you talking about but but in their marriage it could work because again he'll be gone 15 days out of uh the month so hopefully when he does come back and spend the rest of the 15 days at home she'll have she would have had all the space that she needed and would um uh miss him you know and and the you know you know like hug him on the runway or something like that or <laughs> not the runway <laughs> what is this a movie but when he opens the door she would be like oh my god babe you're here and she would want to be with him so hopefully but um 
So we get to Paige and Chris. Chris is talking to his pastor um, and his friend. And he just and Chris just drops the news, just drops the news on the pastor and the friend. And they're like, well, this is this is crazy. But I, but I do like how they're just absorbing the information and they already have an answer for him. Well, a suggestion, I should say. <clears throat> and they're saying that, hey, you don't need to be, you know, if it's yours, <laughs> which is a slight <laughs> and awesome shade that only a pastor can do because he can't be like, what that bitch, whatever. But um, um, he was saying that you don't have to stay with your ex because of a child. And it's 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 true. Um, I, I do understand that. But I, I also understand Chris's dilemma where you you definitely don't want somebody else to raise your child. Cause it's like, yeah, I, I mean, this is exactly why I, when I have sex, I wear condoms because I don't want to, I mean, I want to have fun, but I don't want to have a, a life and a child with you. You know what I mean? <clears throat> there was only one person that I wanted to do that with. And that was my ex fiance. So, and that's why near the end, we didn't, um, have, uh, uh, we didn't have protection. But that was because obviously I thought we were going to get married but anyway. Um, what's it called uh damn i lost my point <laughs> but uh oh yeah, yeah i definitely understand chris's position where you don't want to you don't you yeah you definitely don't want to mess with the person that you were messing with but at the same time you know that your child exists in the world and you want that child with you i think that's the thing and he and Chris argues that he has responsibilities to his child as a father. So even though Chris is the scum of the earth, I do respect him for that, that he knows his mistakes or whatever, but he knows what he feels that he has to do. He's bringing a child. Well, the woman is bringing a child into this world. Okay. And he's like, okay. And I, and I want to be there for that child. He's not saying, Oh, kill it or whatever. Or, Oh, well, you know that's on you i'm married now he's like no this woman is having the this woman's going to be the mother of my child and i need to be there for my child i need to be a father for my child so i completely understand and the pastor's like well you don't need to be you don't need to be with the ex which i understand but it's going to be so much harder for him to see that child once the child is here because you don't know what that woman is going to do she could be like, oh, you know what? You're a piece of shit. I'm never going to let you see that child. Um, or or it, it won't be as consistent as he would like. Like, if he's there in the house or whatever, he's there. So she can't say anything, you know? But if he is with somebody, let's say he's with Paige, and he wants to see the child maybe once a week or something like that, she could she could strip that away. I mean, she would have to go. They would have to go to court to have a mandated uh schedule but still sometimes how about if you don't want to include the court just let's all be adults about this and let me see my damn child you know but the thing is the woman might not want that to happen so what are you going to do then that's why he wants to be with the child so there can't be any um disruptions or anything like that so I understand, but at the same time, this is a very messy situation. So any way you look at it, it it's very hard to chop. But the pastor and his friend, I forgot the pastor's name. Damn, I wrote it too. Um, oh, well, whatever. But um, the pastor is saying your, your page is a diamond in the rough and you could raise your child, but with page by your side like this would be an amazing thing and also page was down with that too it's just that she just wasn't down with chris saying that he still loves his ex-fiance so that was the blow because she said that she's dealt with people she's dealt with men who have had children so she was playing the quote-unquote stepmom role she's cool with that even though she kind of really shouldn't be but that's a whole nother uh <laughs> conversation but um she said she was cool with that if that's the way that it has to be but she still wants to be with chris and the pastor and the uh, chris's friend are saying listen man forget your ex-fiance it broke up for a reason you need to be with Paige because she's gonna make you such a better man and you can still see your child 
It's a win-win. Well, Chris is like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this conversation. We good. I'm done. And, you know, he shuts it down. He wants to be with his ex-fiance and his child. He thinks that's the best thing. And he's giving Paige the boot. So he's like, I'm good. It's done. So they're like, all right. So day 13 of marriage rolls along. And we have, this is uh, Haley and Jacob. So, but it's actually Haley and Lauren. They're talking and whoo. I'll tell you right now, I already told you this. Haley's friend, Lauren, trust me, I'm going to find your IG, okay? <laughs> because you're banging, <laughs> all right? Haley's friend, Lauren, is so hot. Sorry, that that's just me. Um, I find her extremely attractive. Ever since she was um the bridesmaid, or I think she was the bri- Haley's bridesmaids or whatever. So now they have her top billing in Haley's story this episode. I was like, oh, yes, please keep talking to Lauren Haley, thank you. Thank you very much for bringing her back because she's attractive. Anyway, so um, uh, Haley is recounting to Laura, Lauren about everything that's going on in her uh, relationship. So she's saying that, okay, at the first couple days, everything was great, but then things started to become way too much for her. Then she got overwhelmed and then she's, and then, Lauren's like, oh, so you started backing off? And she's like, yep, I started backing off. And then Lauren was like, oh, Haley. So, like, she knows this is this is a thing that Haley does. So uh, they, to all the people who are saying that um, uh, that uh, Jacob is, like, weird, I mean, I guess he kind of is. <laughs> but still, it's not totally his fault. Haley has a hard time with, you know, committing and, uh, I guess, over-sensory issues where – you know things are too much for her she's like no 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 no. and then she starts backing off and closing off so that's messed up and then Haley starts throwing jacob under the bus he's like yeah um he has this weird obsession with the 80s and i asked him what you're wearing that to the honeymoon like i don't get it and then lauren's like okay um all i'm hearing is that he doesn't dress well and he does not have style what else and I'm like, thank you, Lauren. Thank you for uh, cutting through the bullshit and saying, yeah, okay, he doesn't have any style and he likes the 80s. What the, what the fuck? <laughs> what, what's what's the real issue? What's going on? And good to, to, to just smack that in, in, in front of Haley's face. Like, listen, okay, so he has an obsession with something. All right, what, what, what did he smack you? Like, what, like, is he treating you bad? Is he abusing you? What's the real shit that you can't go on with this marriage? Because just because he has a quirk doesn't mean you already need to shut this down. So, okay, so he doesn't dress well. We can fix that. What what you can't fix is the other things that could be fundamentally instilled within him that you can't change. That's the stuff that you need to worry about. Okay, so he looks at, so he likes the eighties. The eighties a fucking great decade. Okay, <laughs> so what else? What what else is the issue? You know. So uh, I applaud Lauren for that. The eighties is not a deal breaker. But then again, he definitely needs to calm down <laughs> with that quirk. It's very it's very illuminating. No pun intended, because he loves neon. But he just needs to calm down with that obsessiveness but at the same time it's not a deal breaker so lauren just straight up asks Haley, okay what are you gonna do to make an effort because lauren clearly sees that Haley is the one that's backing down and uh jacob is the one that's really stepping up to the plate and trying to make this work because Haley's the one that's shutting down even though she gave him ass all this stuff so this is this is a you problem, Haley. You know what what is what is going on? What what is up with you? You know, um, how are you going to deal with this situation? Because you're the one who shuts down. You're the one who has the sensory overload. Like oh oh my god, this is real. Because you're the one who had the seven year singleness about you, and you got to do everything that you wanted, and blah blah blah. But now those days are gone. You can't do everything that you want. Um, because you have another person in your life now. So what's the deal? How 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 are you going to fix this? And Haley uh, 
and oh, uh, also too, um, I don't like that Haley never told Lauren about Jacob's issue about his past. I mean, maybe she did, maybe she cut that out, but I don't like how she's trying to make it like Jake Jacob's problem about how he is because she did she did tell Haley did tell Lauren that he accused her of having a boyfriend and, and, and all that stuff. And then Lauren took it to the chin. She didn't say like, Oh my God, is he, is he crazy? But also you didn't say that. Yeah. It's because you're following the same pattern that these women in his past did. Granted, he shouldn't necessarily jump to conclusions, but with him where there's smoke, there's fire. So, um, I didn't necessarily say he's right to do what he did, but he should have kept his suspicions to himself to to garner more evidence but again he's following this route and he's like okay hold on this has happened to me like three or four times before and i'm not i'm not certainly letting this happen to with me with my wife so i don't like i don't like that she didn't say this is the reason why he bugged out not to say that he, not, because to, to take that away it makes him seem like he's a crazy man like, why would he even say that? Why would he even do do those actions? Well, it's because of this. Say that makes more sense instead of saying, I don't know. Well, she didn't say, I don't know, but she didn't, she didn't, it was an omission of truth. She didn't say why he acted the way that he did. She only said that he did act that way, and I don't like that. But um, Haley and uh, Lauren did confirm that her go-to move is to run. So Haley... You can't run away from a marriage. I mean, you can, but it, so don't get married. <laughs> if you think your thing is to do is to run, then don't get married. And I guess that goes the same with uh, Vincent, too. You can't run anymore. You got to stay there and um, not take it, but resolve it. You need to resolve it. That's what you need. That's what you need to do. So, Haley, you have the issue. What's going on? Let's get this thing solved. Okay, so Virginia and Eric. So, um, Eric is talking, Eric is in the, um, park and he's talking with his friend and the friend is saying, hey, you know, what, what are the issues? What, what are going, what's going on? And he's just saying that, uh, that Eric has, um, Eric is, he still has an issue, not necessarily a problem, but an issue with, um, Virginia's independence because she's super independent and she just does whatever she wants. So she just goes out and says, hey, I'm going to Randall's house or something like that and just closes the door. <laughs> and Eric is just like, man, uh, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want her to ask her permission, but just to see like if it's okay. Just like, hey, babe, I'm going to Randall's, all right? Like, like, you know, just something like that. You're like, oh, all right, cool. Like, okay, I, I know you're going to Randall's now. As opposed to, I'm going, and then that's it. And it's like, damn. And again, I get what he's saying. Um, and I don't know. I guess it's, it's it's open to interpretation. Some people might think that it is controlling, and some people might think that it's, no, it's just a concern. Like, thank you for giving me a heads up, and then that's it. Um, I don't know. He, I guess he just wants to be like, he wants her to be like, hey, babe, you know, I'm going to Randall's. Is that all right? And not to say that she's literally asking him for permission, but it's just to say, okay, you let me know where you're going and if it's all right because I don't know if you have something planned for us for the day or something. Because it could be like, oh, is that all right? It's like, oh, no, I thought we were going to go to, um, I thought we were going to go shopping. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, right. All right, let's go. You know, or something like that. It's not saying like, no, you can't go to Randall's house because I said so. You know, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I get what he's saying. I get what everybody's saying. I mean, everybody's right in this situation. I don't know. I guess I guess it's just more courteous to let your partner know about something as opposed to just saying, all right, I'm going, and then that's all you can say about it. And he's also asking, he's also wondering if, um, if Virginia will miss her, miss him, because at the at the time of this she went to a she went to one of her friends uh, weddings and all her 
best friends and everybody that she could ever want is over at that wedding. So she has everything except for Eric. So Eric wants to know if she's in that is she if she is in that environment, is she going to miss Eric because she has everything that she's wanted before the experiment happened. And he's worried about that. Um, and, and I understand that, too, because when he goes away for 15 days because he's a pilot. Is she going to miss him or she's going to be like, all right, cool. I got my space. I got this house. I got my dog and I got my friends that could come over and I can get shit faced. Shoot. This is great. Eric, who? Who's that? <laughs> you know, so he's he's worried about that as well. So I get that. Um, Yeah, I get that. I remember when, um, again, when I, when I, when I used to be, uh, engaged and well, not even when I was engaged with, but with my ex-fiance when we were just together, she would always ask all the time if I missed her, even, even if we spoke an hour before or something like that. It's like, oh, did you miss me? I was like, well, I mean, not really <laughs> because, and it's not even a diss it's because I literally just spoke to you an hour ago. So I was like, no, I, I, when, when could I have missed you? <laughs> you know? So I, I get, I get the idea of the missing thing because yeah, you, you, if you're missed, that means that you're loved and you're cared for. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't, who doesn't want that? I totally get it. Oh yeah. And, and what's it called? Um, you can just tell that, I don't know, one wrong thing and Eric is going to flip because he's such a, I want this to happen. No, I want this to work, damn it, kind of guy. And not necessarily in a good way. Kind of like in an obsessive serial killer way. <laughs> because he's always he's always an all or nothing type of dude where it's like, oh man, if this if this doesn't work out, then that's it. it it's done. It's over. It's not going to work. And he just, he just wants her to fit in this cog and then it'll keep going. Not to say that, um, he wouldn't love her or whatever but like he wants his he wants this thing set so this is this is what eric wants okay he wants to go away be a pilot whatever keep doing his thing and for the 15 days that he's gone he wants virginia to miss him call in whatever take care of the kids go to soccer blah 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 you know do those things while he's up in the air you know taking me to bulgaria or something like that <laughs> you know and he wants and then when he comes back that's when he'll be like the family man and stuff like that that's what he wants and virginia's like no <laughs> well not no but just that's not me right now i am having fun i'm doing whatever that's his thing um i mean that's her thing she wants to have fun she wants to get shit faced thursday thursday friday and saturday don't forget she you know she gets shit faced so that's that's what she wants but um, I don't know. It's just it's just wow. It's such a but that's the thing. I think that's why they got hooked together because he can teach her um to be that way, to be more subdued. Well, not subdued. That sounds bad. But more calm and stuff like that. Because she will eventually grow out of that. She she can't live this life forever. I mean, unless she's like a star, or like a celebrity. Then yeah, that then that's all you do. Sure. But you, she will eventually get bored of that stuff and be like, man, I need to grow up. I mean, you're fucking, you're 26 years old and you're a customer service representative. So get it together. <laughs> you know, I mean, but then again, she has an apartment and she got a car and all that stuff. So I guess that pays well wherever she is. Oh, no, they're in uh, Atlanta. So I guess that pays well. But still, you need to get it together. This This cannot be your life forever. You know, like, I don't know. Um, so, uh, go back to Vincent and Brianna, um, Vincent is there with his friend, and Vincent explains the story, um, his side and all that stuff, and then his friend is saying, bro, you're wilding out because of that, because she just gave you that line, you almost left your house because of that, and I do understand what the friend was saying, but at the same time, it's just the tone, it's just the tone and the assignment of a phrase with my name in it that's the thing that is getting on vincent's nerves and i don't think people are being receptive to that but anyway but like his friend is saying listen she's a good girl for you you don't need to wild out like that you you're too sensitive 
You just need to think of the bigger picture, which is all pretty much correct. But at the same time, when 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 something pierces you like that, it, it can trigger you. And you just go down a path that you don't want to go down to towards. And I don't know, I guess I guess it's just one of those things where if you're not put in that situation, you won't get what the person is so mad about. So I, I guess Vincent and I guess Vincent is just going to be the one that's going to hold that L because nobody is on Vincent's side except for me. <laughs> I, I totally understand what happened, but OK, fine. Day 14 of marriage. There's the the genders get split into their groups. Girl group is having dinner. Oh, no, having lunch. But everybody is talking about their marriages, of course. And they get to Ryan and Clara, where um, Clara is talking about a time where I guess they went out with friends. Well, they went out with Clara's friends and Ryan was offered a shot and he said no. And people kept saying, hey, you know, take a shot, man, take a shot. And he was like, nah, I'm good. And he felt uncomfortable about that. And Clara is saying that, oh, he wants to. Um. I don't know why he would get so offended. People are just trying to get him loose because he's, he's a rigid individual. But I mean, yo, the dude said no, right? I mean, you women love to love to say no means no, right? So how come that doesn't apply to him? How come it's not applicable to him? He said no. I do, and I totally, I'm totally team Ryan on this because I don't drink, right? Not to say I've never drunk. I just don't drink. And when people find that out, they're like, oh, 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 you don't drink, huh? All right, we'll we'll see about that. They think it, they take it as a challenge. So all the time, when when I'm either at a party or at a friend's house, and there's drinks, and people try to like put something in my uh, hand or something, or offer me to drink, and I'm like, nah. They're like, oh, come on, man, yo, come on, it's already in your hand. Or like, come on, let's do it. It's, you know, it's already open. Oh, let's take a shot. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> And they get and and they get offended like damn you know it's only a drink and it's like all right well whatever I said no I don't know why you mad <laughs> so I told you no so no no means no correct so if if it if that line can work for women it can work for men so I don't know why Clara is kind of not throwing Ryan Ryan under the bus but it's more like oh um how come he won't just go with the flow. I don't understand. And it's like, because he, he knows who he is and he's like, I'm good. And then Clara kind of is not upset, but she's kind of concerned that now she thinks that she thinks that Ryan thinks that she is, I guess like Virginia, just a party girl and stuff like that. And, and Clara's trying to say, Clara is trying to clarify is like no i'm not like that it's just that when i'm with my friends i'm more loose and just relaxed and i just want to have a good time and she just wants ryan to do the same but who says ryan isn't having a good time because he's not drinking you know who's to say that he's having a boring ass time oh he doesn't have a drink in his hand oh he must be having a horrible time no people can have a great time without having a sip of alcohol so Maybe you should think about that, Clara, that he's completely fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. She's just worried that Ryan wants to control everything while she is just very open to everything, which I, I get. I mean, that that's always going to be a. Uh, a point of contention, but it, it shouldn't ruin anything that's going on with you guys, so. Day 15 of marriage. So Virginia and Eric. Um, Virginia finally comes back from her wedding. And they just have this very uncomfortable like, hey, what's up, baby? Like he like he missed her. She was gone for four days. He was going crazy. So imagine when he takes his pilot stuff and he's gone for 15 days. I mean, granted, he'll be he'll be distracted because he'll just be doing what he's always done. So that's going to be better. But I guess it's just been four days of doing nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Four, four days of doing nothing. So he, yeah, he gives her like the biggest hug and all that stuff. And he's like, hey, did you, did, did you miss me? And I don't even think she really answered it. 
I don't because I don't think that she did miss him. Like, why would she? She spent the last I don't the last two weeks. Wait, this is day fourteen of marriage. Yeah, she spent literally the last two weeks with this guy, um, every day, for like twenty four hours, seven twenty four hours, seven days out of the week. This this wedding thing that she went to was probably a um a break of a, a break and, and the cameras weren't there either at least i don't think they were so it's like she was good she's like oh whew, finally i'm done with this guy <laughs> so she probably had a she probably had a really good time and um yeah he he was just a bit overbearing and it was it was kind of embarrassing so um they definitely need to have a uh, communication thing but anyway She's setting up for her friends to come over, and they're going to meet. Um, they're uh, not they. Eric is going to meet hit her best guy friends. You know the ones that he's worried about because that's the these are the guys that she decides to sleep at their house when she gets hammered and all that stuff. So I get it. Um. So she's like, okay, ooh. Um, but she's, she, she said that she's nervous because he knows that he has those rules and those, uh, expectations of like, oh man, you know, men and men and women can't be friends. And so he thinks that she thinks that Eric is going to freaking like beat these guys up or whatever, or maybe the, her her friends are going to beat him up. Like, you know, this is our friend first. And like, no, well, this, this is my wife. Get off of her or, or whatever. So she's, she's going crazy, but she still doesn't get it. And it's like, Virginia, like you, you know damn well that you would go crazy if Eric started sleeping at one of his girlfriend's houses. You would. It's like, babe, where are you? How come you didn't come home? Oh, no, I was just chilling at Susie's. You know, I just stayed there all night. Yeah, but you were there for like ever. Yeah, I know. Whatever. You know, that's how I do. Isn't that what you do? So I, I don't get why she doesn't get that. But okay. Um. They we go to Chris and Paige. Um, Chris calls Paige, and um, he is asking to meet with if if she can meet with him and his ex fiance so they can clear the air and talk about whatever they need to talk about. So uh, yeah, <laughs> crazy, 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 and uh, she accepts. So we go back to Virginia, Virginia and Eric, and there's just mad dudes. There's not. There's literally, literally, literally. Virginia is the. There's nine people in the apartment. Virginia is the only girl. She does not fuck with other girls. Um, Eric invites his dude friends. I guess they don't have any girls or whatever. And Virginia invited her guy friends. And she didn't invite any women. <laughs> so there's like nine guys in Virginia. Like it looks so bad. It, it like and I'm sorry I have to say this because I, I it it looked like they were about to run a train on Virginia. It looked like it was it looked like it was about to be the introduction to a porno on Pornhub or something like that. I was like, Where where are the women? <laughs> what is going on? This is a sausage party and Virginia is in the middle. What is going on? But she she's a tomboy, I guess. You know, she likes hanging. She she uh, yeah. I think she said it herself that she gets along with guys more than she gets with girls. All right, whatever. But um, one of the and I guess Eric is cool about it. But then um, one of the one of Virginia's guy friends, Cole, I think his name was, he took Eric to the um patio and saying just wanted to dispel any rumors or anything about what Eric might be thinking that that's going on. And he tells, he tells Eric that like, look, she's really about this. Like she, you know, when she comes over, she talks about you and talks about the being married and all that stuff. And Eric is relieved. He's like, Oh, okay, good. Because he doesn't, he doesn't know how Virginia feels about this whole situation. All she fucking wants to do is just drink and go out. So she doesn't talk about her feelings. So Eric thought that it was really cool that one of the guy friends told him that, like, listen, now nah, Virginia is in this. She's in it 100 percent. 
and for it to be one of the guy friends is like listen man i'm not trying to fuck your girl you know like i'm 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 good um so you can you can you can stop worrying about that so that really eased eric's uh mind and so now i guess if she wants to sleep over i guess he'll be fine with it i mean i don't know if he'll be fine with it but he knows that nothing is going to happen because they've had a talk with each other so it should, yeah, it should be good so day 16 of marriage Haley and jacob um they are chilling with each other and Haley's about to go to clara's housewarming party and um they're just vibing um just talking with each other really trying to uh um rekindle whatever magic they had before because of that rough patch that um jacob started but apologized for but she's just not feeling it she she, she she's really not feeling it i mean they have their little banters and stuff like that because she was asking oh how did you even get into the job that you got into and and, and he's explaining himself and she what is what did she say did she ask like what like what were you doing at my age or something like that because i think they're like 10 years apart she's 28 he's 38 so he's just telling her and you know he does a joke like what were you doing at 28 it's like oh you were marrying strangers huh and and, you know and it was good it was he, he he knows he's getting better at bantering you know but again he he does seem like a boring individual but i don't know that doesn't necessarily mean that he's a bad individual just seems that he's kind of boring but um yeah she's just not she's i can see that she's trying which is good um but i just really don't think that she's feeling him i I don't know what he needs to do to change that she probably just wants a different person altogether because this guy is just not cutting it um and i don't know i I feel bad for jacob because he kind of reminds me of me only because of the 80s stuff everything else like that's all on him freaking weirdo but um what i got uh, uh, but i just mean the 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 being misunderstood I, I think Haley is misunderstanding him and i and you could probably see there is a good guy in there but she's not going to have the patience to see that through and i can i can attest to that firsthand about how some chicks won't give me a chance just because they might feel that i'm weird because i love batman and all that stuff and and it's like okay but yeah what else what do you what do you bring to the table and then i'm like mm, i don't know and then you know the party's done so i i feel for jacob in that retrospect and i understand Haley Haley's position but that doesn't necessarily mean that i have to like it she she might be missing out on a, a good guy just because of whatever so they go to clara and ryan she, we're at their housewarming party and um what's her face brianna's saying oh yeah brianna went to it was, it was brianna and Haley because clara's two friends couldn't make it or something like that so brianna and clara g- go to the party and as fill-ins just to see what was up and then brianna's like she says oh look she says a smart comment she says huh um ooh, clara's she's clara she's taking the wifey role she she's really taking taking on the wifey role something that i didn't see coming from her uh, teehee you know no she says something that i didn't really see coming from her and she starts laughing and i'm just like you see this is what i'm talking about i don't see why everybody's rooting for her i'm not <laughs> like why would you say something like that what makes you think that what and and, and you're being the all-knowing queen of wifedom you've been a wife for two weeks calm the fuck down okay yeah you've been a wife for two weeks and you fucked up your man almost left the house because of your bitch ass remarks and you're questioning somebody else's ability to be a wife you know what i mean so shut up (laughs) um clara can do whatever she wants you know what i mean like what do you mean she's taking the wifey role you know whatever like shut up um but um she doesn't clara doesn't like ryan 
saying that he's an old man and uh clara really clara really hates that and and because i think he's only 29 but again he like sleeps at eight o'clock he wakes up at five he watches the same shows he reads the newspaper so he's acting like an old man he's he, he said it himself he's he's 29 going on 75 and clara doesn't like that because she wants him to be more spontaneous and more uh, lively he doesn't need to quote-unquote act or think that he's an old man he could just be he can be a mature man he doesn't need to be old you know and and, and she she hates it and also she admits that she is sexually frustrated she says that she has yet to see her man with a shirt off and also she's not getting it she's not getting no dick like she says that she has done she says that she hates that they have done some things but is curious as to why they don't do the other things and again what wouldn't those first things lead to the second things like again like what what is it i the only thing that i can surmise and, and this is like the third time that i'm talking about this is like she gives him head and i guess apparently to completion because now he feels that he doesn't need to fuck her and it's like, fam, are you kidding me? Like, you know, probably her giving you head gets her hot and bothered and and wet. And you're like, ah, oh, no, I'm good. I'm not gonna do anything for you. <laughs> you know, you know. No, well, actually, no. He probably she probably gives him head, and he probably gives her head. But then, like, that's it, really. Like, you're not gonna freaking go in, literally. You're just gonna, you're just gonna climax. Both of you guys are gonna climax, and 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 uh feel each other up and then just turn around and just go to bed like bro come on this isn't your first rodeo this isn't the first time you're gonna have sex i mean well with each other yes but not the first time you're gonna have sex like get with it bro it's been two weeks she she wants it like you do you know how much of a rarity it is when a chick wants it <laughs> so do it bro what are you doing I don't know, Ryan. You you're you're interesting, but um, we go to Brianna and Vincent and her Br- Brianna's family's there, like her mother and her sister and Vincent's mother who couldn't make it to the wedding. His brother is there too, so it's a pretty small it's a pretty small affair, but also it but it's meaningful because it's the other's parents and all that stuff, so it's good. So um. Vincent is saying, "Oh no!" Uh, Brianna's mother is saying, "Oh, how you know how's married life been?" And Vincent's like, "Oh no, it's been great. It's been awesome." He's and Brianna's like, "No, no, no." Brianna's mother is like, "No, no, no. You can tell me the truth now." And then Vincent starts laughing, and Brianna's mom says, "Like, yeah, I know that she is a lot." And you see, man, see, uh, see, I don't care what you say, Brianna. Your mother speaks the truth. She's the queen. Okay she's the queen she knows she has she has no shame in her game she doesn't need to lie she's like yo i know my daughter can be a handful okay so all this nicey nice shit that you're doing it's all for it's all for naught because we know the truth but it they have a family cute game of you know guess what either brianna or vincent would do and and, and, and it's a cute thing and um of course, um, Brianna's mom loves Vincent, and this is the first time that we find out that uh, Vincent's mom likes Brianna. So, I mean, that's good. So, the the family loves each other. They're really cool with it. So, that's good. So, the last thing is uh, Paige and Chris. Uh, they meet each other uh, in this room. <laughs> I don't know where, but... Paige is there, Chris is there, and Chris's ex-fiance Mercedes is there. And now you definitely see the contrast between Paige and um Mercedes about the kind of women that Chris normally likes. So Mercedes, I mean she's not she's not I mean she's like a shade, a shade lighter than Paige um mercedes has a perm and it's brown as opposed to um page which is dark skin and she has locks um she's just more i you know just like 
uh, just like um, just like Chris said, she likes he likes pretty chicks, and Mercedes is pretty. At first, during the um, uh, like the previews and stuff like that, again not knowing her or whatever, she seemed super bitchy or whatever. But I mean, she's she's okay. I mean, she's she is pretty. Um, and. I don't want. I don't want to say eloquent. I mean, she's. I mean, she speaks well, and she's cool. I thought she was gonna be like a hood rat or whatever. And I'm like, ah, oh, Chris, you idiot. But no, she. She's fine. Her her nails are done. She's very uh, bougie. There you go. Woo! I was trying to find the word. She's bougie. The uh, Mercedes. I. She's upkept. I. I definitely see why Chris likes a chick like that because he's like that. He's he's bougie too. He kept. He kept. Uh, adjusting his watch, whatever it was, I don't know if it was like a Cartier or whatever expensive, expensive, expensive watches there are out there. I don't know. Maybe I should ask one of my uh, best friends out there. He's a, he's a watch dude, but yeah, Chris just kept adjusting his watch and and all this idiocy. But um, yeah, so they talk back and forth, and and Paige, congrats to her with the time that she had to explore in her head what was going on with her life she said like this this relationship doesn't serve me anymore um i don't need this and you know she she kept dropping polite bombs on chris to say that he's a piece of shit and all that stuff which he is and an interesting thing that Paige and i guess everybody watching found out was that uh page um page does not no not page mercedes does not want to get back with chris She's like, yeah, whatever you think that this is, I do not want to get back with this man. So clearly Mercedes is going to raise this child on her own. And but she's not going to bar Chris from seeing the child like she doesn't seem she doesn't seem like that. I thought she was going to be a, a stereotypical bitter baby mama, but she's not. She she wanted to know that like, that the kid exists and that kid will exist but you know you can um you can visit the kid anytime or whatever so that was very interesting so now the question remains why does well not to say why won't chris go back to page that's not it it's just that okay what is chris gonna do now because chris said that he wanted to get they wanted to get back together chris and mercedes but mercedes is like no i don't get back with this dude i'm good and he can't get back with Paige because Paige is like i'm good i i, I see where your head is at you're very back and forth you're very wishy-washy I'm, I'm done i'm done with this so what chris ends up on his own but with a kid now <laughs> like this, this is the outcome but regardless Paige is a very strong woman she's like listen i'm done i don't need this 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 doesn't serve me anymore you're a great person mercedes and mercedes thinks that page is good too so they're good they, there's no beef between them and it, there was there was no malice between the either of them it was it was on chris and but after the conversation chris just feels slighted because page has been saying that you've been disrespectful you had whatever but Chris is saying, listen, I've been honest with you the whole entire way. So I don't say why you don't think that I wasn't in this as well. And Paige is like, oh, you weren't in this. Like you, you told me that you, you told me that I was ugly. You had a panic attack that I was, you had a panic attack over my attractiveness. You, you have a kid on the way while you're doing the process. And also you say that you still love your, um, ex-fiance and that you want to be with her that's five things four to five things you have not been honest or whatever but he's like yo i, I told you everything straight up i don't understand blah, blah blah so he got super pissed and he just left the conversation and mercedes just thought it was rude of him to do what he did and and that's the funniest thing because it's like why did why is this child being born <laughs> and i'm not even saying that they should abort this child i'm not saying that but it's just that mercedes sees what kind of man chris is but yet they still decided to sleep with him raw okay and chris knows what type of woman mercedes is because he thought that she was very distrusting and all that stuff but yet still 
you decided to sleep with each other raw. So now this child is born out of horniness and not out of love. You know, like now this child is going to be born with two horrible parents. <laughs> you know, the child didn't ask to be born, you know, and you guys are not suited for each other, but yet you guys are both bringing a child into this world. And ugh, that's a horrible thing. It's a horrible thing. But anyway, but Chris leaves. He's done with the conversation, just like he was done with past his pastor and his friend. He's done. You know, Chris is selfish. When he doesn't get his way, he leaves. And that's what uh, Paige said as well. Like when he gets challenged or anything like that, he 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 darts off and 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 he goes away. So Paige is happy. You know, um, uh, then she's so happy and she's so together. She's like, I need a man who's willing to be with you know be there thick and thin and blah 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 so you know she's she's on that she's on that ticket now i need a man who does this and blah 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 but but hold on but for two weeks you were all about this man so don't bring him down now because now you have a backbone like you wanted this dude and this and you're acting just like all the other women who act there who act like that for tyrone tyreek whatever guy um that you you think that he's gonna change for you and all that stuff you you were following that same pattern so i don't necessarily want to hear it but i but i am glad that you did find your way at the end so you can find a good guy an actual good guy for you so that that's that's great page i'm glad that you found your way but don't be throwing those bars out now because you know, because you, you were, you were going to be a statistic, okay? <laughs> you were going to be one of those girls that just loves those no-shit dudes and going to blame him for your horrible life where you could have left a long time ago. But uh, we're glad that you, you're you only in it for 14 days and you're, you're out of here. So that, that, that's a, that's a good thing. But yeah, but I mean that's that's the end of the show right there. Um, yeah, again, I mean I thought it was gonna be shorter than um, I thought, <laughs> but the uh, but yeah, we've we've been at this for almost uh, pretty much thirty seconds shy of an hour. So uh, I thought it was gonna be a short episode, but I guess I had a lot to say. I guess it was uh, better than I thought. But yeah, so let's, so let's get into the actual end of this episode um again i'm gonna be reading card let's see card uh, nope card nope gonna be reading from card 21 okay card 21 from the from the skin deep the and self-edition card game all right so this is card 21 let's see what this says all right what is the best question to ask that will serve me the most hmm what how are, how are you gonna get out of this <laughs> that that's what it is because again there's a lot of stuff going on right now man that just keeps ugh. that just keeps on just piling on man it's like yo life doesn't give a shit about you well i'm just letting you know that's why you need to persevere and 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 just keep uh going against the grain going against the wind that is definitely against you because it doesn't care it really doesn't and yeah what are you gonna do to get out of this what what, what are you gonna do to get out of this because yeah man i need that bread i need that money mm, a lot of things are going down i need they need to get that house I need to get my car either fixed or get a new car, which sucks. I just found that out going to the garage the other day because um, this car is about to fail. Um, so, yeah, it's it sucks. It, it really does. Um, yeah, I just need to figure out what I'm going to do to get out of it. That's it. That's the game plan. So, um that that's the question that I need to ask myself. <laughs> so, yeah. 
that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Google Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also find the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So after today's episode, I'm not saying that I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.